Then Shaykh al-Islam, he follows this by saying, and what occurs on page 118 of this Lebanese print, page 92 of the Egyptian print, وَالرَّبُّ هُوَ الْمَعْبُودِ وَالدَّلِيلُ قَوْلُهُ تَعَالَى يَا أَيُّهَا النَّاسُ أُبُدُوا رَبَّكُمُ الَّذِي خَلَقَكُمْ وَالَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ الذي جعل لكم الأرض فراشا والسماء بناء وأنزل من السماء ماء فأخرج به من الثمرات فأخرج به من الثمرات رزقا لكم فلا تجعلوا لله أندادا وأنتم تعلمون The ayah from Surah Al-Baqarah, the second surah, ayah 22 So the saying of the Sheikh, Sheikh Al-Islam and the Lord, our Rabb, is the one who is worshipped, Al-Ma'bud. And the proof is his saying, he the Most High, and he quotes the ayah from Surah Al-Baqarah with the explanation, O mankind, single out your Lord with all worship, he who created you, and those who came before you, so that you may be dutiful to him, seeking to avoid his anger and his punishment. He who made the earth a resting place for you, and the sky a canopy, and he sent down from the clouds rain, and he brought out with it crops and fruits from the earth as provision for you. So do not set up rivals for Allah whilst you know that you have no Lord besides Him. Shaykh al-Fawzan, Hafizahullah, he said in explanation of this ayah, or in explanation of the text here and the ayah, he's saying, in the saying of the author, he's saying, And the Lord, Rabb, is the one who is worshipped, al-Ma'bud. Meaning, he is the one who deserves to be worshipped. He is the one who deserves ibadah, worship. As for other than him, then it does not deserve worship. Because it is not a Rabb, it is not a Lord. This is the intent of of the speech of the Shaykh Rahimahullah in his saying Ar-Rabbu huwa al-Ma'bud The Lord is the one who is worshipped meaning he is the one who deserves worship Just as a side point here just to stress this point because some people may misunderstand the text here so just as Shaykh Al-Fawzan has explained here, likewise Shaykh Muhammad Aman, Rahimahullah, he explained what is meant by the author here. And he's saying, وَالرَّبُّ هُوَ الْمَعْبُودِ And Arab, the Lord, he is the one who is worshipped. Shaykh Muhammad Aman, Rahimahullah, he said, the Lord, he is the one who is worshipped. This does not mean to explain Rabubiyya to mean Ubudiyya. 
It's not a definition. It doesn't, it doesn't mean Arab in Arabic language. Arab means al Ma'bud, means the one who is worshipped. It's a language definition. That is not what has been meant here. So he said, the Lord, it doesn't mean to explain lordship to mean worship. Rather, he intended, the Sheikh intended, and the Lord who created and nurtured. He is the one who deserves worship because he is the Lord, the Creator. Meaning that he intended to use lordship as a proof for al-uluhiyah, worship, as has proceeded in the ayahs. Otherwise, the Lord, al-Rabb, its meaning is different. Or rather, he said, the Lord, al-Rabb, its meaning is Al-Khaliq, the Creator, Al-Murabbi, the one who nurtures. Whereas Al-Ilah means Al-Ma'bud. Al-Ilah means the one who is worshipped. So it is obligatory that we distinguish between, between Tawheed of Lordship and Tawheed of Worship. We always use Tawheed of Lordship as a proof for Tawheed of Worship. This is what the Shaykh, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, Intended. So, Sheikh Muhammad Aman, Rahimullah, he made the same point that Sheikh Fawzan is making here. That this was not meant as a definition that Arab in the Arabic language means Al Ma'bud. No. Rather, Arab, the one who is the Lord, he is the one who deserves to be worshipped. That's the meaning. Then, Sheikh Fawzan, back to the explanation of Sheikh Fawzan, he said, Then also, it is, not, it is not sufficient that a person just affirms arububiyya, lordship. Rather, he must affirm al-ubudiyya. He must affirm Allah's deserving all worship. He, the perfect and most high. And he must carry it out making it purely and sincerely for him, the perfect and most high. So since he has affirmed that he is the Lord, Ar-Rabb, then it is binding upon him. It's binding upon the person who affirms that Allah is the Lord. It is binding upon him to affirm that he is Al-Ma'bud. He is the one who therefore deserves to be worshipped. And that others besides him do not deserve anything from worship. And the proof that worship is particular to the Lord is his saying, he the most high, and he quotes the ayah quoted by the author here. Ya ayyuhal nasu budu rabbakum alladhi khalakakum walladhina min qablikum la'allakum ta'taqoon alladhi ja'ala lakum al-arda firashan wa samaa binaan wa فَأَخْرَجَ بِهِ مِنَ الثَّمْرَاتِ رِزْقًا لَكُمْ يَرْحَمَكَ اللَّهِ فَلَا تَجْعَلُوا لِلَّهِ عَنْدَادًا وَأَنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ The ayah from Surah Al-Baqarah, second surah, ayah 22, again with the explanation, O mankind, single out your Lord with all worship, He who created you and those who came before you, that you may be people of taqwa, you may be dutiful to him, seeking to avoid his anger and his punishment. He who made the earth a resting place for you 
and made the sky a canopy and who sent down from the clouds rain and brought out with it crops and fruits from the earth as provision for you. So do not set up rivals for Allah whilst you know that you have no Lord besides him. Then Shaykh al-Fawzan, Hafidhullah, he explains the ayah part by part. So he begins, Ya ayyuhan nas, with the explanation, O mankind, O people. He said, this is a call from Allah to the whole of mankind, the believers and the unbelievers. For Allah has mentioned in this surah, remember it's Surah Al-Baqarah, at the start of Surah Al-Baqarah. The Shaykh said, for Allah has mentioned in this surah, Al-Baqarah, that the people are divided into three categories. Mankind is divided into three categories. And he mentions and breaks down the three categories. The first category, Al-Mu'minun, are the believers those who have Iman, those who truly believe in the hidden and the unseen. And who truly believe have Iman in the last day. And he has described them as being the ones who are Al-Muflihun, the successful ones. In his saying, Ula'ika ala hudam min rabbihim wa ula'ika humul muflihun. Surah Al-Baqarah, Ayah 5. With the explanation, they, the believers, are upon guidance from their Lord and they are the ones who are the successful ones. Then Sheikh of Hazan mentions the second category as described and broken down in Surah Al-Baqarah at the start. He said the second category are the kuffar, the unbelievers, the disbelievers. Those who openly display disbelief, kufr, and al-inad, Obstinate rejection. He the Most High said, With the explanation, Indeed, those who obstinately disbelieve, it is the same whether you warn them or you do not warn them. They will not believe. Then Shaykh Fawzan mentions the third category. So he mentioned the believers, the mu'minun. He's mentioned the second category, the kuffar, obstinate and deliberate rejectors. Then he mentions the disbelievers, that is. Then he mentions the third category, al-munafiqoon, the hypocrites. He said the hypocrites who are not with the disbelievers and they are not with the believers. Mudabdabina Baina Dalik. La ilaha ula iwala ilaha ula. Surah Nisa, the fourth surah, I one hundred and forty three. The description the description of the hypocrites, the munafiqeen, with the explanation wavering in between, being neither fully with these nor fully with those. Shaykh Fawzan said, so they are believers outwardly, 
I mean, they look apparently outwardly in that outward behavior, what they show to the people. They said they are outwardly believers. However, they are disbelievers inwardly. And they are worse than the disbelievers who openly display their unbelief. And therefore he sent down ten and more ayahs with regard to them. And because of their danger. Those who pretend to be Muslims show they are Muslims outwardly, but inwardly they are, they are disbelievers. The Shaykh said, they, therefore, because of their danger, he sent down ten and odd ayahs about them. Whereas regarding the believers, he sent down just a few ayahs. And regarding the disbelievers, two ayahs. Obviously, all this referring to the start of Surah Al-Baqarah. I mean, at the start of Surah Al-Baqarah, there are just a few ayahs about the believers, two ayahs about the disbelievers, and more than ten ayahs about the munafiqeen because of their danger. As for the hypocrites, then he began mentioning them from his saying, وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَقُولُ آمَنَّا Surah Al-Baqarah, 2nd Surah, Ayah 8 Up to his saying, يَكَادُ الْبَرْقُ يَخْطَفُ أَبْصَارَهُمْ Ayah 20 From the Ayah 8, with the explanation And from the people are those who say we believe Up until his saying, in Ayah 20, with the explanation The lightning almost snatches their sight away. I mean, all those ayahs from ayah, 20 to ayah 8 to ayah 20 are about the hypocrites, munafiqeen. The Shaykh said, all of this is regarding the hypocrites because of the severity of their danger and of, their, of, the, and of the foulness of their action. Then the Shaykh returns to the point he made at the start and says, and having mentioned these three types, he then said, Ya ayyuhan nas. After these three types have been mentioned in the Quran, then comes the ayah of the text here, ayah 22, after these three have been mentioned. Ya ayyuhan nas. With the explanation, O mankind. Shaykh Fawzan said, This is a call to all of the types, the believers and the disbelievers and the hypocrites. The ulama, the scholars have said, the first call in the Mus'haf, the first call occurring in the written copy of the Qur'an is this, Ya ayyuhan nasu abudu rabbakum. With the explanation, O mankind, worship your Lord. Then Shaykh Fawzan moves on and explains, U'budu, in the explanation, worship. He said, this is fi'lu amr, this is a command, meaning, akhlisu, akhlisu lahum ibadah. It means, make all worship purely and sincerely for him. In the same point the Shaykh has made before, it doesn't just mean worship Allah, and then go along and worship some, whatever you like besides him as well. No. Meaning, worship, meaning make all worship purely and sincerely for him. Shaykh said, why? 
Why should this be? Because he is your Rabb. Because he is your Lord. And worship is not correct except for the Rabb, except for the Lord, the perfect and most high. Then he mentioned the proof for that. And it is his saying, Alladhi khalaqakum. Alladhi khalaqakum. He who worshipped, he who created you. So the meaning, he who created you. Worship your Lord, he who created you. Again, as a small side point here, Imam al-Shawkani mentioned in his tafsir that when the command here occurs, that command to worship Allah, then a list of favors are mentioned. A list, a list of favors which Allah has bestowed upon the people are mentioned. As Shawkani mentioned, that the first one being mentioned here is, the first favor is the khalq, that Allah the Most High created us. That's the first favor he mentions here, after his command to worship him. So as Shawkani mentioned the reason for that, he said, the favor of creation is particularized, is mentioned in specific, specifically. And it is mentioned as a favor upon them. Because all of the other favors result and follow on from it. And it is their basis. Which is such that nothing from them occur without it. And also, because the unbelievers affirm that Allah is the Creator, and here's the ayah, "Wala in saltahum man khalaqahum la Allah." The explanation. And if you were to ask them, the unbelievers, people of shirk, who created them, they would certainly say Allah. As Shaukani said, so he mentioned as a favor upon them that which they acknowledged not that which they denied. <coughs> Back to the explanation of Shaykh al-Fawzan, he just explained the word u'budu, and he explained the reason is given for that. Alladhi khalaqakum, the one who created you. Then he said, walladhina min qablikum, and the explanation, and those who came before you. He created you and those who came before you. Shaykh al-Fawzan said, from the nations, all of them. Allah, the perfect and most high, created the angels and the jinn and mankind and all of the created beings. So that you should have taqwa. The explanation, so that you should have taqwa. So that you should be dutiful to Allah. Seeking to avoid his anger and punishment. Sheikh Fawzan said. Meaning, if you reflect upon this. I mean, what's just preceded. If you reflect upon it, then it should lead to this. That you, that you will then have taqwa. So then perhaps, this will result for you in taqwa. In dutifulness to Allah. If you reflect that he is the one who created you. And created those who were before you. Perhaps you will seek then to protect yourselves from him. He the perfect and most high. In worshipping him. Because nothing can protect from his punishment. 
except obedience to him. He the perfect and most high. Perhaps you will seek to protect yourselves from his punishment and seek to protect yourselves from the fire because nothing will protect from it except for the worship of your Lord who created you and those who came before you. And then he continued the mention of evidence for his lordship and his right to worship he the perfect and most high with his saying ja'ala lakumul arda firasha with the explanation he he who made for you the earth as a resting place sheikh fawzan said meaning a carpet like a carpet wallahu ja'ala lakumul arda bisata Surah Nuh, the 71st Surah, Ayah 19, with the explanation, And Allah has made the earth as a carpet laid out for you. Shaykh Fawzan said, meaning laid out. And Firasha, literally as a carpet, meaning which you use as a carpet, you sleep upon it and you build upon it and you cultivate crops upon its surface and you travel about upon it on your journeys to wherever you want to go so the earth is a carpet and a resting place sort of Dariyat, the 51st Surah, Ayah 48 with the explanation and we have laid out the earth as a carpet for you. And what an excellent spreader of it we are. Sheikh Fawzan said, for your welfare. I mean, this has been done for your welfare. And just a side point, then farasha, in Arabic, the word farasha means to, to spread out. He, he spread it out, something which is spread out. And firash is something which is spread out upon the ground. And then is sat upon or you lie upon it or tread upon it but it's something which is laid upon the ground then Sheikh Fawzan continued and the sky as a canopy and the sky as a ceiling Sheikh Fawzan said so the sky is a ceiling the sky is a ceiling for the earth and it contains things which result in the welfare of the servants. Continuation of the ayah with the explanation. And he sent down from the sky, from the clouds in the sky, rainwater. And he brought out with it crops and fruits from the earth as provision for you. So do not set up rivals for Allah whilst you know that there is no Lord besides him. <laughs>